Hey there, this is Uncle Ed of Uncle Ed and Gator Boys. Welcome back if you was listening to me again. If you ain't listening to me now, well, welcome back anyway. Last time I talked about uh, the band and I uh, introduced you to the Gator Boys. I told you a bit about our homemade instruments. Well, most of them instruments are made for us by my kinfolk, the Rochambeaus. Let me introduce you formally to the Rochambeau clan. Uh, we got Fatty, Pukey, Cueball, Gumbo, Bait, Stomp, and Webster. Uh, you may recall the Rochambeau's goddamn alligator and turtle farm up by Slidell, back in Bayou Francoise. The fatty Rochambeau say the more alligators they get, the less turtles they see on a farm. That's a little sad, but it does make cleaning up after gators a little easier. All this scat comes out encased in hard turtle shells. Now, Gumbo Rochambeau bought himself one of them Zamboni machines they have at the ice rinks. He called it the Scatmobile. Now, he likes being called Scatman Rochambeau. Anyways, he can drive it all around the parking lot, scooping up them shells. He bought the Zamboni machine from the minor league hockey team, the Mackerels, which is sponsored by a, a local pot of poisson parish priest, Father Antoine. So he calls them the Holy Mackerels. They got it, uh, the Zamboni machine, from the local ice show, Cajuns on Ice. He had a pretty good show, but uh, that ice dance and desidical music go pretty fast. So the whole show is over in about 20 minutes. Mackerels, uh, the hockey team, ain't, ain't very good. In fact, they haven't won a game in over 13 years. Father Antoine says it's a test of our Catholic faith, believing in something we can't see, like talent. We think the problem is their uniforms. They dress like mackerels, and the swim fins interfere with their ice skates. Why they think mackerels have swim fins on their feet is a mystery to me. I don't think mackerels even have feet. Anyway, uh, what was I? Oh, yeah, the alligators and the turtles. So most people don't know this, but uh, having to pass them hard turtle shells, most alligators got themselves hemorrhoids. That's what make them so ornery. Cuball Rochambeau came up with a salve to ease the gator's hemorrhoids. He called it Preparation G for gators. Nobody wanted to be the first to try it out on one of the gators. So I had his intern come down from New York City. He said they had alligators in the sewers up there, and he wanted to learn how to deal with them. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think I want to make alligator soup out of the gators that are up there in the, in the sewers. Uh, so maybe that's just me, I don't know. So we had uh, the intern be the first guy to try the Preparation G on old T-Rex, our oldest, biggest gator. Well, T-Rex was caught a little by surprise by the application method of the salve, and he reached around and nipped off the offending finger of the intern. When the intern got back to New York City, they took away his driver's license, said he wouldn't be able to drive there without that particular finger. But he made it out okay in the end, so to speak. He, uh, he took the formulation for that Preparation G, marketed it to humans by changing the name to Preparation H. He dropped a lawsuit against T-Rex 
Although, honestly, I don't know what he expected to get out of Alligator anyway. And we ain't heard from him since. So anyway, getting back to the Rochambeau's, Fatty Rochambeau is the oldest. We call him Fatty because he's not. And he likes to be reminded of how fat he ain't. Behind his back, we call him Smarty for the same reason. Pugie got his name when he worked for the circus, had a remarkable ability to swallow just about anything, then bring it back up on command. He can swallow cut-up gator meat, onions, peppers, and then swallow half a dozen skewers, and then bring them up again with everything all skewered up. All we have to do is throw them on the barbecue. He's already tenderized. Back when he was a fire eater at the circus, he could cook them for us too. Now, Gumbo is the cook for the family. He works for the Louisiana Highway Department, clearing off the critters that were less than 100% successful crossing the road. Sometimes uh, them boys would drive them lifted pickup trucks cross all the way over onto the gravel shoulder to get one. Gumbo always tell us to watch out for the gravel and the glass shards in supper when he brings one of them critters home to cook. Q-Ball used to be called Curly because he actually had long curly hair, a handlebar mustache, and a long flowing beard. He looked a lot like George Armstrong Custer. Anyways, he was filling the propane tanks back at the Alligator Petting Zoo at the Rochambeau Farm, and he truly believed he understood the difference between flammable and inflammable. I mean, you got edible and inedible. He knew a lot about that one. Uh, you got mate and inmate. Well, that's probably not a good example because you got mates on the inside if you're inmate, and you got mates on the outside. You got outmates, you got inmates, you got all kinds of things I don't even want to think about. Uh, you got uh, eligible for parole and ineligible. Anyway, you get the drift. So I'm going to spare you the details, but Q-Ball say he won't make that mistake between flammable and inflammable a third time. So right now, he's drawing unability benefits. He's not disabled, he's just unable to find a job that fits his low standards. Most jobs to him are a little too lofty and require more of him than he'd like to provide. Now, Bate is the youngest one, well, except for Webster. Uh, but Mama Rochambeau don't like no question about the chronology of these events. And she say, you best be on your way. Go play with the gators. Anyway, Bane don't have much to say about stuff, being that he was born with no vocal cords. He's Mama's favorite, because she say he said more smart things than all the rest of them boys put together, and he ain't said a word. Because he don't complain at all. Uh, them other boys take advantage of him like when the alligator lines are empty and they still got tags to fill they tow him behind the boat to pique the interest of the gators so that's why they call him bait now Stump Rochambeau is the alligator and total farm manager he oversees all the souvenirs and gifts they make for the tourists uh, he's got a very creative mind comes up with all sorts of novel products he once had him an alligator footstool. In retrospect, he kind of wished he killed it first, but that's how he got his cool nickname, Stump. Before that, he used to be called Stinky due to his unique ability to perform the Star Spangled Banner with his behind. When he performed at the beginning of the Mackerel's ice hockey season, 
he had no trouble with people standing for the national anthem, as most folks was already on their feet headed for the exits. But once his particular talent had been revealed, it sort of became what he was known for, and people would stop him in the streets and make requests of their favorite songs. But everything pretty much sounded like the Star Spangled Banner, and folks got a little disillusioned with his talent. So now Stump likes it that people point to him on the street and say, there goes the guy who had a live alligator for a footstool, instead of, there goes the guy who can play the Star Spangled Banner with his butt. Lastly, uh, in the family of the Rochambeaus, we come to Webster. Uh, we call him Webster because he like a dictionary. Got a lot of answers about stuff. Now Webster was a bit of a surprise to Daddy Rochambeau, being as how, after the incident, Daddy's inventory and necessary equipment to produce an offspring had been drastically reduced. After drinking some of the Rochambeau home-brewed Gator Green Lightning, Daddy gone out to feed the gators buck naked. It was Meatless Friday, and there was just too close of a resemblance between the fish stick he had in his hand and the other thing that he didn't. And this particular gator, Dogzilla, in addition to being dyslexic, was a little nearsighted anyway. Fortunately for Daddy, the green lightning kept him from fully comprehending what had happened until the next morning when he needed to use what he no longer had and he wandered out on the veranda looking for it like he'd set it down somewhere like a pair of eyeglasses. In any case, Webster looked a lot more like Dewey, the animal control officer that's always hanging around the farm making sure things is okay with the gators and the turtles. But Dewey seems to be particularly committed to them not getting in the house because that's where he does most of his patrolling. Now Dewey is smart. He's got himself a college degree from the University of Louisiana, Agricultural Systems and Technology, otherwise known as ULAST. Webster's smart too. He handles all the contracts, purchases, lawsuits, wants, and whatnot. Anyway, I kind of forgot what I was going to tell you about today. I got caught up in the Rochambeau introductions. So I'll get out of here with a little goodbye guitar music. Be sure and check the website, www.gatorguitar.com. That's Gator Guitar, G-A-T-O-R-G-I-T-T-A-R.com. We're going to talk a little more about them guitars you see there on another podcast. Well, like they say in France, that's a whole enchilada. Talk to you all later on. <laughs>